Welcome to Life is Life, the podcast where we are going to share as much value and inspire as many people as we can. Our guest today is someone who is a mentor to me, does photography, and is actually in the process of starting his own financial podcast. Um, today's topic is going to be finance, um, but this um, introduction could go on for an hour because the words I would like to say about this individual is from the heart. And um, But today, I definitely want to ask you um, about finance, Andrew, but um, how are you? I'm doing good, Gavin. Thanks for having me on today. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Um, so we've talked before about um, finance and, um, you know, I'll ask you some things, um, but um, I, I know I know you did want to di- give like a disclaimer. So. Sure. Uh, I just wanted to start out by saying that uh, everything I'm going to talk about is for informational purposes and you shouldn't construe any such information or material as legal tax investment or financial advice. Cause I, I'm not a certified financial planner. I'm not an advisor. I don't work as a professional in the financial industry and you should always seek the advice of a certified financial planner or professional before making any financial investment or decision. And if we talk about any specific type of investments, uh, you can never measure past performance uh, for future results. Uh, Any past performance does not guarantee any future results. So with that, um, I just want to say I'm just somebody who knows what it's like to have struggled through life with finances, been through some hard times, and I've made it through without ever being late or missing a payment. And I wanted to help some other people possibly get ahead in life and prepare you for what you're about to go through in life and help you align yourself to better deal with finances uh, now and into your future. So I just wanted to point out that um, um, I, I personally, um, well, I guess, no, let me, let me ask you this. Um, what, what have you um, gone through as far as like financial crises or any crises or anything, any obstacles that you face? Well, Gavin, um, many years ago, I was living at home with my parents. I was, uh, you know, in my early twenties and I had a really good job at the time, right. uh, was making a, a, a lot, a, a sick amount of money. We'll leave it at that. And things were going really good for me about three years later when the company I worked for closed up and I was told on, I don't remember if it was Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve, but, you know, they wanted to call me in the office, talk to me and tell me, hey, you know, things aren't going well and we wish you the best and we're closing our doors. Mm-hmm. as was a pretty, pretty shock to me. And right. I wasn't prepared for that, Gavin. Mm. For sure. So um, what... What what did you do? Well, <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> not not a one word answer like how people would want. Because when people when people um want what do I do to to make money or what do I do to um, put myself in a good situation financially? It's never it's not we're not going to give you a textbook <clears throat> answer, you know. And 
my my understanding of finance is not like yours um and i know that you're not a financial advisor but some things that you say make sense and it um heard it before you know um so what what exactly did you do well in, in this particular circumstance it was a, a shock to my system uh you know this was many years ago and i had a i guess you could say a very luxurious lifestyle for a late teenager early 20s living at home with mom and dad and I had a lot of I had a lot of monthly expenses, but luckily I didn't have any rent. You know, I had student loans I was paying. I had my credit cards that I was, you know, paying as I used them. I always paid my bill in full, so I never owed any money beyond the, you know, the thirty days standard. Right. Uh, but it, you know, I I did have some savings. I had a substantial savings for that time frame. Um, nothing mm -hmm. that you would need in today's world. Uh, it was tough, you know, my parents tried to tell me certain things, what I needed to do and whatnot. And well, I learned right. about student loan deferment. Doesn't stop the interest, but it stops the necessity of having to make a payment temporarily. Now, what is that? Because I don't, I, I don't know what that means. <clears throat> well, when you, when you borrow money to go to school and, sure. you know, you're done with school and you're paying it back, student loan deferment. Uh, at least at this time frame, I don't, I don't know what it is now. It's been a while since I've been out of school. Uh, but basically, I called up the uh, the loan company and said, hey, I'm out of work right now. Uh, what are my options? I don't have any income. And they said, mm -hmm. well, we can defer your loan. And what they, they gave me an X number of time frame to defer it. I don't remember what that was exactly. Uh, but it basically says you don't have to make a payment, but your interest continues to add on to the money you owe. So... At least I didn't have to worry about that payment. And in today's times, it was a very, very low payment. But back then, you know, when you don't have any money coming in, I don't care. $10, $1 is a lot of money if you don't have it coming in. So you kind of pushed the, so you pushed the date back to where? For, um, so Basically, so they, say, they, basically yeah. they just say, hey, you don't have to make a payment this month, next month, or the next month for X period of time. And then you call us when you're working again, and we'll just resume. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. Yeah. That's so, um, so you, all right. So you did some things, um, that, yeah. So what else, what else did you do that, um, impacted you financially? Well, I, I you know, it, it's, it's hard to say exactly all the things that I did at the time. I can tell you the lessons that I learned. I learned that when you're out of work, there's a something called unemployment, which is money that the, you know, the state pays you while you're out of work to get you by until you start working again. So, I, you know, I did collect unemployment uh, for a short period of time. And I learned at that time that unemployment is not a lot of money. And I, I don't think it was ever designed for you to pay your bills. It was just designed to give you some type of assistance until you go back to work. I mean, let's face it, if, if you got enough money to equal what you were making before, no real incentive for somebody to want to go back to work. So, uh, you know, we should be thankful that it's there, but don't rely upon it is my theory because right. who knows? So, okay. So I want, I know there's, I know there's so much, um, that we can talk about, but what I, so we had a conversation before about, um, budgeting. So I think that's a big thing. Like I, I hear it all so, so much in finance, just budgeting. Like that's the, that's so practical to just create a budget 
and go through it and live by it. So, um, yeah, what were you, were you going to say? Something? Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, it, it's very important to budget, but before you can budget, you have to know what you're spending and you have to know what you're earning. So mm -hmm. what I, what I, sure. you know, I'm a big Excel spreadsheet kind of guy. So I custom make my spreadsheets to suit whatever needs I need at the time. So, you know, I've designed a spreadsheet that you can put down, you know, your weekly pay or your bi-weekly or bi-monthly, however often you get paid and you put your net down there and then you start listing line items of all the fixed bills that you have every month that are guaranteed to come in. Like you got to, you know, if you live on your own, you got an electric bill, you have rent or a mortgage. Uh, you might, if you own a house, you have homeowners association dues, property a tax. Lot of, a lot I, of I mean, things. there's all, there's all kinds of things. Telephone. I sure. mean, let's put it in, in terms that you can relate to. You got a phone bill, you know, every, almost everybody's got a cell phone today. If you don't, then I, I don't know how you survive, but you know, you got a cell phone. Some people have separate internet at home. Some people have a car payment, car insurance. I mean, you name it. Just, you know, you just have to itemize every little thing. And then, you when, have, okay, let's stick on that. Hold on. I don't want to go. Sure. Too, I don't want there to be confusion. So, okay. So I, when I, when I create a budget recently during COVID, my job, they um, had us on a zoom call, which, which was actually really cool. They went through a finance little course. Some, some guy did. And, um, he said, making a budget, you just list the main things like, you know, he, he put in like entertainment, um, at, like Netflix, all that different stuff. But, um, so how detailed do you think, I mean, obviously like I, it's common sense. You just do as much as you can think, like do like write down as much, um, write down everything. Right. So, but how detailed does it have to be? Like, for instance, a car, a car payment, do you write every do you write um, the amount of oil change you get? Do you average that in, or how does like what would you suggest? Well, there's there's different level, levels of budgeting, but I think before you can start a budget, you have to keep a very very detailed log of your expenses monthly. That involves every penny that you spend, no matter how it's spent. If it's automatic debited from your account, if it's auto charged to a credit card, if you paid it in cash, if you went out and mm. spent a quarter. Right on, I don't know, I don't even know if anything costs a quarter anymore, but uh, let's say a dollar. If you spent as much as a dollar on a candy bar, you got to mark it down. And then you come home, you just keep a little piece of paper in your pocket if you have to, or just t write a little text file on your phone or email it to yourself, text it to yourself, whatever works for you. And then when you get home every night, input all of that data into a spreadsheet. And at the end of the week, start developing categories. And your categories could be simple, entertainment, mm, uh, right. food, uh, car expense, uh, mortgage, rent, just start developing categories. After you've done this for about three months, and, and by the way, there's apps out there that are very good. And, I, and I'm not going to get into all of that yeah. right now, but there's some apps out there for free. There's a couple of good ones. And you can download these apps, put them on your phone and use that to keep track and set up your categories. And then It'll give you, it'll tell you right. exactly how much. So you don't even have to use Excel. It's it's whatever you're mm -hmm. comfortable with. Right. And I think right. now an app is probably going to be the easiest for most people to follow because mm -hmm. nobody goes anywhere without their phone. You always have it with you. So you can say, oh, I just spent uh, $14.97 on lunch. So let me put that in there. Okay. Uh, just uh, went to BK and 14.97. There you go. 
and you're good. And if you leave a tip, make sure you include that as part of your lunch. So if it's fourteen ninety seven, yeah, and, get, and you leave a three dollar tip, add the three dollars in and give it a total. You don't need to break it down as lunch tip. It's it's all one. It's 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 lunch. Yeah. That's when because I feel like when people think of budgeting, they think of all right everything. Like it's just it's so it's so black or white a lot of times when um, we're thinking of how to budget like all right everything we just we just make a category for everything and write it all down and be extreme but um you're saying make basically before before you make categories and before you um get into all the future planning of how you're gonna like how you're gonna spend your money first you know figure out what you're doing right now because that then you'll see how to um create that budget for sure yeah i mean you know before you like i said before you can make a budget you need a, a good three month track record of all of your expenses. And, and mm-hmm. once you've have this and you, and you put together how much you're spending, I can almost guarantee that everybody is going to be like, wow, I spend that much in this. I spend that much in entertainment. I spend that much in going right. out and you're, right. and you're going to see your expenses <laughs> in categories. And then you're going to say to yourself, Hmm, <laughs> I should really cut down on how much I go out to eat, or I should cut down on how many times I play golf or I should cut down on the movies and you can see in in black and white where your money's going, how much is going there. And and you don't need me or anyone or any professional to tell you, Hey, you should cut this or cut that. You're going to know where you can cut and everybody can really cut a lot of things, but it's what is your, what are you willing to cut to achieve whatever your goal is? And let's face it, we don't all make millions of dollars a year. I don't know too many people that do. I do know a few. Um, but believe it or not, the people that make the most money that I've come in contact with are the people that have the least amount of money. Mm, right. Cause they can understand the basics, right? Wouldn't you say? Well, because they make a lot, they spend a lot. And at the end of the month, what are they left with? You follow what I'm saying? Not really. Okay. So let's put it this way for argument's sake. Let's say that you work and you make $500 a week. And after they take out the taxes, you're left with 400. I'm just giving you round numbers just so we can do this easy on the show. Okay. So you got $400 a week. Okay. And we'll assume that every month has four weeks in it when in essence it has four point X weeks. in it. Wait, so you're making, you take a hundred out of taxes, hundred out of the 500. Or for for argument's sake. Okay. Yeah. No, I just want to follow. Just to keep the numbers clean. Okay. So your after taxes are... 400 a week times four is 16, if my math is correct there, right? Four, 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 four. 16. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just checking. And you have your $1,600 a month. Now, let's say, for instance, you're spending $1,600 a month. You have nothing left over. Right. You're, or, you're, right. Already, you're already heading Big down a wrong, a wrong, the really bad path. Because sure. you're never going to make it in the world if you spend all of your money. Some of us have to. We have no choice because we don't make enough. And we have nothing optional that we spend money on. But again, every, every situation is different. But this is a way that you could look at things and assess things. So, you know, if you're making 1600 a month and you're spending 1600 and you find out your entertainment budget is, or your entertainment category, not your budget, your category is 800 a month, might be mm-hmm. a good time to say, hmm, do I need to spend 800 a month for entertainment? Right. Maybe I, maybe I can spend, 
150 or 200 and take the rest and allocate it somewhere else. Yeah, or, because and, that, and there's different places yeah. to allocate. Mm. For sure. Because oftentimes when we're not, we don't know what we're making, we don't really, we're not conscious as we're not as conscious as we could be um, when we spend it. So like, um, I, I just, I, you know, my experience with doing that, I know we talked about that before and I just want to tell people, I don't, I don't go to you as I take everything you say as gold, you know, and I, I do have like a filter and I do use my own knowledge and, um, you know, I ask, I, I listen to, I listen to people and, um, whether it's gurus online or whatever, but, um, my experience with doing it, um, I, well, what I did was I got all the receipts. I, I mainly did my food bill because I think that was the, that was the thing that I was just not as conscious about and I would just buy whatever. So I did that and I realized that it was almost like phases where I would, I would spend really low and then there were some months where I spent really high. So, um, I just, I kind of gave it up because, um, I just thought that it was, if it was, if it's always changing all the time, then, um, eventually why, like, why would I, if I know that this month is going to be like, <clears throat> all right, I'm, um, you know, the, you know, if, if I'm like, okay, I know that in two months it's going to be lower because of this scenario, then why would I start budgeting those two months? You know? So, um, I think that's what, what messed me up because I was discouraged about the budgeting and, um, I stopped doing it because I was just thinking uh, my goal is automatically to just not spend as much. So if I just have that goal in mind, like I've already tried the budgeting thing, might as well just try to reduce my spending all the time. So that's what happened with me. But Well, Gavin, you can, you can further analyze your spending. So we'll, we'll use the example, your food budget. Granted, yeah. you may not spend the same amount every month on food but you can actually get it to a point where you, you can pretty much guarantee that you're not going to exceed a certain amount. If you're under budget, that's great, but you never want right. to be over budget. But during mm -hmm. the, the learning phase, we'll call it that, or the adjustment phase, you may go over budget one month. You may go over budget two months, three months, but you're continuing to fine tune your budget until you find what works for you. If I told you, I have a food budget of $100 a week. You might say, gosh, I, I can't, can't live on $100 a week. I spend $250 a week. All right? you, may, you, you may spend $250 and maybe I spend $100. And I'm just giving in, just, just, I'm just throwing numbers out there. These aren't real numbers. We're just using this as just fictitious numbers here. But maybe I live in South Florida and you live in, you know, Southern California, where food costs double the prices here. Or maybe you live in Alaska, where food is very expensive. So it all depends upon where you live. So your your food budget may be different from mine. But you know, in our case, we live pretty much in the same proximity. So overall, food costs are the same for both of us. But maybe you shop at one grocery store, and I shop at Walmart. And maybe overall, my prices at Walmart are less than the grocery store that you stop at. So that's how I'm able to get within a certain level. Or I, I know you're very much into eating vegan, which is great. It's very healthy. But I imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, it probably costs a lot more to eat vegan than it does if you're not. Am I correct in that? Um, not in general terms, um, no. Because uh, I don't want to get too much into it. But um, 
I guess the transitioning of figuring out what you can sustain yourself on. Um, I think that's what's expensive. Um, it's almost like, uh, yeah. So that's that I would say that. Okay. So again, I think it's very important for people to do a three month assessment on their expenses. And then as they start spending, they realize they say, okay, I spent a hundred dollars this week. I spent 150 that week. And you have to look at your food budget on a monthly cost, but you can watch it on a daily and a weekly cost. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe this month you bought eight pounds of chicken enough to last you two weeks and next week you didn't buy the chicken. So you have to spread that across that time frame and average it out. And then you come up with a monthly budget and then you divide by four. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So gen so so generally so generally the, the thing is create a budget three months and and well just let, let's right? let's correct. Let's create let's track expenses for three months before you mm. start budgeting. Exactly. Okay. So I think that's a step that some that people should take without knowing what to do next. Because like I think that that's something that stops people stops myself as well. Like what's next? Like what's next? Like they just want to hear it all. But when you're doing, when you're handling finance, you're not, your, your goal is just to reach one goal at a time and, and take steps because to to financial, the, the um, journey to financial freedom is not clear cut. So, um, well, there's a, there's a lot of variables, and what works for me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for somebody else. So you for have sure. to find that work-life balance in how you live. I mean, we all live different lives. We all have so different what do you expectations. Do? What are some What are some uh, things that you do, uh, like practices, I guess, like that you do? Well, you I, I've, I've gotten this fine-tuned to the point of which I don't have to track my expenses in an app or on a spreadsheet anymore because... I'm extremely conscious of where I spend, how much I spend. And for some reason, it's just, it's part of my DNA now. I just, I, I, I would never go over budget without even counting. But, you know, I, I do what most people won't do. And, the, and that is, um, I'm very frugal with my money. I wouldn't call it cheap. I call it frugal. I'm very careful about how I spend. I like to eat good food. I like to eat healthy food. So, you know, if I'm, if I'm, I'm buying, just, I want to. I'm really excited about this this thing. I want to follow up with because sure. Um, it, it, what would you say to someone? Because I, I, you know, as a 21 year old, I kind of have like, uh, you know. Anyways, um, what would you say to someone that's like, well, what if I'm, what if I'm, uh, frugal as well, and um, I am, I try to, be, I try to save money as much as possible because I am willing to do what a lot of people aren't, um, and. I've tried budgeting before. What would you say to someone who's um, has that? Uh, well, it, again, it, it goes down to basics. If you're willing to do whatever it takes, you got to start somewhere. So you start by right. doing, uh, you know, a 90 day cost analysis of where your money's going. And then mm-hmm. as you're doing this, you are going to notice that you spend more here or more there and you are going to automatically make a conscious effort to spend less in certain categories. And, and, and I and I would say, do that. And, but like a blood uh, test. Exactly. Just, just, just go through and do that and make whatever changes you need. At the end of three months, you should have something fine-tuned to where you're comfortable with it for that time in your life. 
and with the amount of money that you make at this time in life. And, and again, your budget can change on a monthly basis. Your budget can change on a yearly basis. And, and let's face it, if, if today you're making $15 an hour and next year you're making 25 an hour, your budget's going to change drastically. Most and people, would, mm -hmm. most right. people, because yeah. they have an increase in income, will increase their expenses. But somebody like me will say, you know, I'm doing fine on this level of expenses. I'm going to increase my savings and I'm going to increase my investment and I'm going to put more away and plan for future things. Mm -hmm. So that's what yeah. you have to be willing to do. And, and if you're willing to do that, you can get where you need to be or at least close to where you want to be within mm -hmm. relative ease and, and reasonable. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Neither you nor I make a million dollars a year. We'd love to, but we don't. So, you know, we have a certain amount of money that we make and some of us aren't making anything. Some people are out of work. So if you're out of work, how much money you got coming in? You got nothing. So how do you budget something like that? That's a whole conversation in itself. But yeah, that's, but that's the reason say, why we're mm -hmm. having this conversation is because we're planning up to preparing for that because, and I'm going to say this many times, and, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before. It's not if something's going to happen. It's when. It's feast or famine. When you're working, it's feast. When you're not working, it's famine. Something happens, your car breaks down, it's off warranty, costs you $3,000 to fix. That's not unrealistic in these days. I mean, transmissions, engines are very expensive. Something like that fails, you're in for big bucks. You better have a savings account so, and you better plan for that. Mm. Yeah, and for the people who, like, I just feel like if I was watching this, this listening to this podcast, I would think to myself, well, so basically my takeaway would be like, all right, so they didn't give me a clear cut budget of step-by-step -step how to do a budget. They kind of, they kind of gave me the outline and they told me to do it myself. So um, I would probably not do it efficiently. Like I would probably, I would probably just um, get a couple of receipts sometimes, like sometimes and, do it sometimes, you know, I wouldn't be on top. I wouldn't account for my budget, which is ironic. So, um, you know, what, like, because, I, you know, that's the type of person I am. Like, I'm thinking, like, what, what's the other person thinking? Like, what's, like, you know, when we, when we talk about this. Okay. I, I, I wasn't going to go this way, but I, I think it's probably uh, an okay time to introduce this. I wasn't going to introduce this, this app. Yeah, but, go for it. But uh, there's an app, it's called Every Dollar. I, I've used it for three months just to see how it is. I, I don't need it because, like I said, I'm able to budget and I'm able to track my expenses in my head, which is very hard for most people to do. And I'm not saying with exact, but I can do it enough to where um, I'm right on par. So, and, and I don't recommend anybody do that, but I've been doing this for a very long time and I'm pretty comfortable with that. And you might get to that point after a number of years as well. Uh, but for now, there's an app, it's called Every Dollar. It's put out by a guy named Dave Ramsey. I'm sure many people have heard of him. If they haven't heard of him, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. He's, uh, he's a very religious guy. He's very into helping people save money and not spend unnecessary money. So he's all about money. He's got a show on uh, Sirius XM. I'm sure you can look him up anywhere. And I, I like him. He's got a lot of good things. And the first time I found out about him, which was about 10 years ago, 
I started listening to his programs and I said to myself, hmm, I've been living what he teaches my whole life and I never needed somebody to teach it to me. I just kind of figured it out on my own. So yes, he's got a great program. And if you have no clue what you're doing and you pay for it, you're not making a bad choice. But again, you can, you can listen to me. And as long as you have what it takes to make sure that you stay on track, you can do the same thing. But the app, from what I understand, the last time I tried it was free. Um, they do try to upsell you for something, but I would recommend downloading the Every Dollar app, set up your categories, and just every time you spend a penny on anything, I don't care what it is, put it right. in there. At the it end of the month, it's going to tell you how much you spent in every category. It's it's just it's a really simple thing. It might be annoying to say, oh, shoot, I got to enter that. Oh, I got to put this in there. Oh, I just spent $3 here. Oh, I just went through a toll booth and it... Yeah, automatically not everyone has a notepad right? well yeah so, but you know, i mean you'd be driving like, down the turnpike one day and all of a sudden oh, you go through yeah. a toll and you 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 don't think about it but you just spent x number of dollars going through that toll right. so you have to right. in your mind you have to know what that toll is and if you always go to the same one all the time write it down on a notebook paper or something and every time you go through the toll yeah put it yeah. in or if you if you need to do it once a month get your statement and put in tolls for the whole month yeah, or, or tell well, like what in that scenario, like just like to give like a lifestyle tip. Like I think that you could just say, "Hey Siri, uh, in my notes, uh, put in three dollar for toll, or a reminder or something." Um, yeah, something I mean, like you know, whatever, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah, you know, but just make sure that that money goes in the app at least at some point during the month. I like to keep track of my expenses that are spent every single day. I don't like to do it on a monthly basis. I like to put it in there every day because it, it, I can track it on a daily basis. I can look at the end of the night and say, oh, wow, I spent, oh, yeah, I got to cut that out. I'm not going to grandma's house taking the turnpike anymore. It's costing me too much money. I'm going to take this other road. Yeah, so these are things you can look at. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. It does. I think that's a great because then then you kind of um, you have like a platform to do it on. You're not just looking at a piece of paper going, "All right, budget, huh?" Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, what do I do from here? So, um, yeah. So that's awesome. You said uh, Ramsey, Dave Ramsey, right? Yeah, Dave Ramsey. Uh, Ramsey. Again, I'm not uh, I'm not promoting him. I just I think he's got yeah, a lot no. of great ideas. I don't agree with everything he does a hundred percent for me, but for most people, it's pretty much right on par so well that's what everyone you take it you take it for a grain of salt you know um yeah you you i remember oh yes had a um long time ago god if you remember this two years ago no three you suggested a audiobook you said something about uh ah, yes how to be a millionaire right the millionaire next door <laughs> millionaire next door right? yeah yeah, but, so tell but, me about that. Because I, man, <laughs> let me first tell you, I tried so hard to get that, to do that, at, to get not only the audiobook, but, um, well, I guess just the audiobook. Um, but yeah. And okay. I didn't, I didn't do it. Go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> My recommendation if you refuse to read the audiobook, sure. yeah. but if you can read the book, not, not that you don't know how to read, but I'm saying if you can sit through the patience of reading, I don't particularly care yeah. to read. But this <laughs> book, sure. I have to say, I, I read this book many, many, many years ago. I could not put it down. I finished this book in two days. Right. It's two days. I, I kid you not. And, and That's 
Sleep grade C. And, and when I was in school, C-book, I couldn't even finish C-book. the book for the for the uh, test or the book report. I just, <laughs> just, I didn't like to read books. What can I tell you? I read for information, but this was an awesome book. And I never realized it, but I've been living most of what the book teaches you already, mm-hmm. just from common sense. But the book, I think it was written by, um, it was Thomas J. Stanley and some other guy. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the other, I remember Thomas J. Stanley, uh, but it was on the New York bestseller list for a number of years. This book, they interviewed millionaires. Who are the millionaires? Where do they spend their money? How do they spend their money? What cars do they drive? What clothes do they wear? All the way down to the nitty gritty. And when you realize the millionaires right. are not who you think they are, some millionaires are your next door neighbors. They drive everyday cars. They wear non-branded jeans or store brand jeans. They don't flaunt their money. They live well within their means. And if you live by this, you will get right. there. I mean, this, this is how you make it in the world. So if you're making a ton of money, and you're spending a ton of money, you don't really have any wealth. And wealth doesn't have to be millions of dollars. I mean, I know people that make probably 20 times what I make. And I'm not bragging by any means. But I have more in investments and more in a bank than the people that make 20 times or more than I make. And I'm not a rich guy. I'm just, you know, the average Joe. So it's, you know, I, I would I would definitely recommend anybody to read that book. And if you read it and make it your financial Bible and live by it, I think you'd be doing really good. Hmm. I don't really listen to um, financial, like, well, and, no, I can't say. I mean, the only thing, like, yeah. But whatever. I'm more interested in you see, I'm I'm the type of guy that's more interested in like opportunity. Um it's probably it's probably my um stage of life, I would say, where um I didn't I, I haven't really handled money, um, or lived on my own for that matter. So it's it's definitely a different experience. Um but um let's talk about like opportunity. Um now what do you because you see my i'm just going to give a little bit of what i see opportunity is a, a the online presence and like social media advertising certainly um freelance as well um and these are things that i'm doing but um this is just something that I've, i'm noticing like whether it's like making content Things like that. So, what do, what do you think? What do you think? Like an opportunity? Opportunity. Well, I, I think before one looks for opportunity, I think they need to get their personal finances in order because that's going to be most important. Because if you don't have that in order, and then you do this opportunity, you start making a lot yeah. of money. It, it, yeah. It's going to be gone in no yeah, time. For sure. So, yeah, I think before just, you can really focus on the opportunity, you need to focus on the management of the money itself and how you spend it and more importantly, how you save it. Uh, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a valuable resource. It's just like water and food and 
shelter. I mean, it's, imp it's important. If you don't have money, you can't survive in this world. Unfortunately, I mean, it's just, it's just the way we are. We're a capitalistic society. Yeah, I, I, I well, yeah, I, I know what you mean when, when you say that, but, um, yeah, I just, you know, I've, I've realized like you can, there's so many, um, having side hustles is important. Um, whether it's like a hobby or not, I think having like a side hustle from, let's say you're nine to five, um, having like something where you're making, uh, either passive income or, um, aggressive income, I think. I think it's I think that's definitely something that people can implement. What's that do you know about like stock oh, obviously but um I know my friend my friend's doing stocks um I don't know if she's trading but she's investing in stocks on her on apps with currents with um currency online currency so do you you do that I know you do. So um do you know any apps that like you can share? Well, I, I, I'm not a big fan of buying individual stocks, uh, investing in other currencies. Um, I do dabble in cryptocurrencies. That's a whole other conversation in itself. Sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, let's, 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 let's refocus here. Before you can invest, you need to save. Because in my opinion... Okay, and the opinion of other professionals as well. You have to have an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. How much do you put in the emergency fund? Well, the experts say six months living expenses. I've been through tougher times. I say a year living expenses at minimum. But you can't just start there. You have to start somewhere. So if you're just saving, then your goal should be six months living expenses. It may take you a year to get there. It may take you six months to get there. You may make a good amount of money, maybe able to get there in two months. I, I don't know. I mean, everybody's different, but however long it takes, you're working towards a goal. You know, once you have your, your six months living expenses or your one year living expenses, well, where do you put it? Well, as you know, the, the banks are paying almost nothing in interest today, but you have to put it somewhere. You don't want to stuff it under your mattress. So you mm. put it in a bank account. I, I, I like to get a, I like to get a separate account from my normal mm -hmm. everyday working account just so that the mm -hmm. money's separate and if it's not in my money my regular account that I see every day then it's somewhere else and I don't think about it as much uh, right. but I mean I know it's there so you know start out there once you have your one year living expenses or or your six months living expenses you know then you can start investing for your future and that and that's a whole other story I mean there are many ways to invest but before you start talking about all these other things that are extremely volatile like cryptocurrency um i don't ever recommend anybody do that unless they have money to literally tear up and throw it away if you can't afford to do that shouldn't be touching cryptocurrency in my opinion um but you know i dabble in it so i'm not going to say don't but get the basics down first um start getting set up with uh your regular investments your regular investments could be Mutual funds, I'm a big fan of mutual funds. And basically, mutual funds is a professionally managed pool of stocks that match a particular investment strategy. And there's all different companies out there doing. And I don't want to get into that now because we can have a whole show just on mutual funds, how they work, what they are, and, and companies that I like to work with. Definitely.
Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a load. It's a man. Finance is such a. It's 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 like. I Gavin, there's so much. There's a lot to it, but it's not hard. Really? Don't try to don't try to take it all in and get your entire life in order in one hour or two hours or in in one year. Just learn at your pace. So whatever you're comfortable with, the important thing is start somewhere. So if if this is somebody listening to this show for the very first time and you're you're finally you're finally saying, "Gee, I want to get my finances in order." Don't try to to circumvent what I'm saying. Just just start slowly. Monitor your expenses, develop a budget and put some money away in, into a separate account for now and build that 6 months emergency fund for now. And then from there, you build upon it. And as you go on in life, you're you're just going to learn a little bit here and a little bit there. If you really want to learn, I mean, you can we can do these shows more often to help other people. Uh, but there's other places too. I mean, you can go on YouTube today. YouTube has a wealth of information out there. Mm, just right. just be cautious about anybody that says that you must invest in this or you should invest in that. Uh, you yeah. know, what's good for one person is not a, good. Yeah. yeah, it's not good for everybody. And I've seen a ton of investments out there that in my opinion are terrible investments. And I'm not going to name any of them, but there's just, there's a lot out there that are bad. And investments are not guaranteed. You know, when you put your money in the bank, my grandfather used to tell me, if you put money in your bank, you're guaranteed to lose at least three or 4% every year. You know mm -hmm. why that is, Gavin? Yeah, because they take they uh, charge interest. Nope, nope. When you when you you put money in the bank, typically they pay you interest. Although these days, it's not enough to be anything respectable, and in some cases, you don't even get interest anymore. But if the cost of living goes up three and four percent every year, and you put a hundred dollars away in a year, that hundred dollars is only worth ninety seven dollars because the buying power of that hundred dollars has gone down by three or four percent. So you have to make more than the cost of living every year on your money in order to stay ahead, to get ahead of the game. Because if I put $100 away for one year and the next year I still have $100, I've lost money because everything costs more this year than it did last year. Just like gas, food. You know, have you gone to the grocery store lately and seen prices go up? 20 cents more for this, 30 cents more for that. You see it every day, right? Mm-hmm. So sure. you have to make sure that your money's working for you. And that's done through growth, uh, through dividends. And, and these are all num all names I'm throwing out there, but uh, I'm not going to get into all the details on this because we could be talking here for hundreds of hours and I would probably lose everybody during the time frame. So you kind of have to build on it slowly. You with me? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm not losing you. I know your brain's no. thinking the gears are turning and you're thinking, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm getting this in here. Okay. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I got, I got, uh, I got some stuff. Um, yeah, no, we're just, I guess, um, Andrew, let's talk about like, let me talk, let me ask you about the um, podcast that you're wanting to do because sure. I, I know you have a lot to say about that. Um, go ahead, tell us. Well, I'm, I'm actually putting together uh, you know, the outline of it, because I want to make sure my, my goal is to find people that are 
maybe uh, early teenagers, maybe still in high school, all the way up through people in their 50s. And that's that's my target market is to help people. I mean, some people are getting started really late in their life, but the people that get started early in life and really get a grip of things, those are the people that are going to make out much better than anyone else because they got time on their side. And my grandfather, I learned a lot from my grandfather, you know, may he rest in peace, but he has taught me so much about money, uh, collecting, uh, different things and investments. And I've, I've listened to everything. I've read all of the publications that he taught me to read. And, and that's mm-hmm. how I learned what I learned today. Uh, but nobody teaches this stuff. It's like, like in you're school, just, yeah. it's like, it's like you're a, a bird that was just hatched out of an egg. <laughs> And then you're, you're, you're tweeting today. And then three days later, you got your wings starting and, and another month they're just flapping. And in another few yeah. weeks, you can flutter a little bit and the mom just kicks you out and you fall on the ground. It's like, you're on your own. I mean, how yeah. do you make it? Well, birds have instinct. They either get eaten by something else and die or, or they live to be adult birds. You know, people are no different. Sweet, sweet. You're either going to fall flat on your butt and, and and wind up living in a slum somewhere because you can't afford anything else. <laughs> or you're gonna make it, or you're gonna be paying the man all throughout yeah. your life because yeah. you know, you're 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 working, you're making decent but, money, but you live in the high life say. and you got nothing. <laughs> so, you know, choice is yours. I gotta say though, some some birds do make it, like Chick-fil-A. I mean, you gotta admit, some of them Yeah, they make it to your them. plate. Yeah, you, you don't wanna be on someone's plate, Gavin. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. I want to keep my wings well lubricated and stay high up in the clouds, you know? <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think those analogies are great for people to understand it, especially like, you know, because we didn't learn this in school. And, you know, I, I realized like um, going through education, um, it's really, it's, it's a lot. It's a it's a pleasant experience when you can um, bring real life situations to education, and not just it doesn't have to always be contextual. Um, so yeah, I I like that. I definitely like that. Yeah, just just remember everyone's concept of life, everyone's concept of what's important to them, everyone's concept of money. It, it, it's all different, Brilliant. and and you just have to learn as much as you can comprehend and as much as you're willing to take on yourself Mm -hmm. and and just do it. It's not hard. It's, it's very, very simple. Gavin, if I tell you, well, you know, that show, even a caveman can do it. No, (laughs) that's that's simple. That little commercial with the caveman. I don't remember. It was from, Oh oh my gosh. (laughs) I got to ask you this because this is, uh, I saw this commercial on YouTube. It was a purple pillow. I, Andrew, I tell you, this is the funniest, one of the funniest, I have to say, because Geico came out with some good ones, but Purple Pillow, this, they were like, I think they were like, you know, the, the, oh my God, Bigfoot, the Bigfoot and the beef jerky. Well, they made like a, a kind of a Bigfoot family, whatever, with her, with her son. And they talked about like the Purple Pillow and it was just so funny. I mean, really like. I, I really think if you're going to take anything out of this podcast, it, it has to be the purple pillow commercial. Uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to Google that. Cause you know, I don't have cable. 
I haven't had TV in over 10 years. Oh, really? And I, and oh, I don't miss it at all. Yeah. But again, I, it's, <laughs> what's important to me, it's not necessarily what's important to somebody else, but spending For money sure. on cable TV to me is just a waste of money. I yeah. won't do it. But, you know, I, I do Netflix, I do Prime. So, you know, we all have our thing. Yeah. Like, it, it's really priorities. Like, that's, that's the main, that's like the main thing. Like, what are you prioritizing? And like, when, when you see it on paper, it's, a lot more in your face than just oh yeah you know i spend money on this and you know listen life is short (laughs) you only live once and 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 i didn't always think the way i think now uh before i mean when i was younger i would never put money in a video game machine i'm like why should i just throw my money away but you know nowadays it's like hey if that's your thing and you get good enjoyment out of that and you enjoy it then you should do it as long as you have the money to do it long as you can afford it you know not everybody can afford a you know feed a video game for a day and spend 40 or 50 dollars a day playing video games and i imagine it can get pretty pricey but if that's your thing and you enjoy it i mean you gotta live yeah and that's what i didn't get when i was younger because i always thought all this stuff was a waste and (laughs) you shouldn't do it and i'm not telling you to go out and play video games and throw money away on doing it i'm just saying Whatever your thing is, don't right. let somebody else say, oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't waste your money on that. Because that was me. I was telling people that years ago. And I don't yeah. do that anymore. I say, do you enjoy that? And I, yeah. Great. Then you should do it. If that's what you enjoy. I mean, I wouldn't tell somebody who, you know, likes to smoke some wacky weed there that you should do it because you enjoy it. <laughs> no, I hear you. <laughs> but, but, but I'm, I'm I just saying, you know, I, I, well, I, I thought you were going down that road or somebody's going to be thinking, oh, yeah, I know, so right? if I want to smoke pot and do drugs, I should do it. No, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Quote Andrew Scott, for 49 minutes. <laughs> and 46 seconds. Ah, uh, 48, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, well, yeah. I'm enjoying this. Are you enjoying this? I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Are you enjoying this? <laughs> <laughs> I think no, honestly, Andrew. I think we should have a, a comedy financial uh, <laughs> episode where we just we kind of because I feel like the approach of uh, so many people is just yo get your finances correct because do you want to be in a situation or yo the the you're not gonna walk into a Lamborghini store if, even if they have a store. <laughs> if they have a story, probably but and be like yo i'm about to get my finances correct here's my financial plan no you got to get it before so like i feel like a different approach to finance is so needed that's with that's with a lot of education so i think hey, you um, know you don't you don't need that much education you just need some well yeah no i you agree know? yeah i guess so. but there there's so many places that you can further your knowledge for free. I mean, we got the power of the internet. We got YouTube. We have, yeah. there's some people out there that you and I have never heard of, but I'm sure they have really great websites on personal finance and, and yeah. certain things. They just don't have the, finance. It's just not on the popular page, you know? Yeah, maybe. But, you know, take what you read and what you hear with a grain of salt, become educated and learn to read through the trash because there's there's a lot of trash out there there's a lot of people that are out there pushing things because they benefit for you to purchase that or to buy their book and i have absolutely nothing to gain from talking about a book that i've read or download an app i I don't get any kickbacks from anything 
I, I just I'm just here to just well, tell I, you I, I'm gonna be, what I'm gonna, I've tried. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you because I think you do have I think that you do have intent. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you are getting stuff out of it, and I think I am too out of this type of stuff. But I, I don't think we have bad intentions when we're doing this, and I don't I don't think we're our plot is devilish in any way. Um, but so I guess um, so. Let's let's redefine that. Like what you what you were saying. Well, I, I, right now I'm I'm not getting anything from anything that I recommend. But you know, at some point I'm hoping that you know maybe I recommend something I truly believe in, and I do get a kickback on something. But I think it's important from your point and my point that if we do, we let our 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 viewers know that you know, hey, you know, we're recommending this. I think it's good, and yes, right. you're helping the show by purchasing that or subscribing to this. But I think it's important to know when something's, you know, is compensating us because I think it's only fair. So if you're gaining something on something, then you should let somebody know. That's just my personal belief. And I am seeing more and more of that on some of the more reputable YouTubers. I mean, they'll come out and say, yeah, I was sponsored for this or or yes. Um, sure. Every time you do that, um, you know, you're helping contribute to the show. I mean, let's face it. It costs money to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. nothing's, yeah, uh, nothing's well, free you know i mean right now i mean i'm i have a studio here I'm, i got thousands of dollars worth of equipment uh just to be able to podcast now could i do it with less equipment sure but you know i i like i like to listen i'm an audio file i like good sound so i assume there's other people out there like me uh and some other people could care less they'll just sit there listening to it on their phone and <laughs> and and, that, and that's fine. I mean, be a night late. No. you know, I do that sometimes too. And yeah, you know, sometimes I'll be laying in bed and I'm I'm on my uh, my phone and I'm watching a video or or a movie on Netflix and I, I got a big TV in front of me, but here I am I'm watching a movie on my little tiny handheld screen. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why, but I, I I just do that sometimes. Maybe it's the blue light that helps me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I put it. I, I, yeah, guys, if you just want to put this uh, next to an outlet or something, let the let the let it be a nightlight, um, so you can go to bed. The volume a little bit low, we'll, <laughs> so you get our monotone voices. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, either way, you'll find something out of you'll you'll find value in this either way. Yeah. So I think think yeah, right. It, it would make so, me really happy to know that. Oh yeah, I have transferred some of my knowledge <laughs> and some of my experience to other people. Oh yeah, and, it means the world. And that those people can now do better for themselves. Flourish. flourish. Exactly. I mean, because I mean... <laughs> the world is a better place when we help people. Mm-hmm. And if we don't help other people. How how are we going to grow as people? Exactly, and how yeah. are we going to grow this podcast? But uh, well, okay. that 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 too. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think that... I think the that the philosophy is if we provide the good content and we provide what people want to hear and it's real information that's useful, then sure. I I think if you build it, they will come. I think that was from a movie. I don't remember what movie. Hmm. Yeah. Right. And by, and by the way, um, while we we're talking, I, I Googled the purple pillow. Oh, you did? I have no idea what the heck this thing is. But right. it says so, that it's best in customer satisfaction. 
no, 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 no. You gotta watch. You gotta watch the one. All right. Where it's a mom. It's like a mom. Uh, I, I, I will. Bigfoot. When we're done with this show, I, I'm funny, gonna go to YouTube and I'm gonna. I want. I want. I'm gonna pull up the purple review. pillow. I want a reaction video of you watching it because I think it's the funniest the way she talked. It's uh, guys, I tell I'm telling you, just the whole the whole vibe of this commercial. I've Geico really got to step its game up. I, I mean, think we're getting off topic here, Gavin. No, I think this is important <laughs> because advertising can be a great financial game. And um, hang on, I gotta yeah. get my credit card out. I gotta get this hundred nine dollar <laughs> purple pillow. <laughs> Yeah, you can. wait. Let me record it in my everyday Guys, money app here. That this is brought to you by by Purple Pillow. Oh no, no, perfect no, no. pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Making me go up here. <laughs> oh boy, you know it's, I haven't even had sick. dinner tonight. You haven't had dinner. Yeah. Well, Purple Pillow brings you to a place where you don't need dinner. <laughs> Let's, because let, when you're amongst the stars, and... let's get back on topic here. <laughs> no, I, what I, what else can I answer <laughs> for you on personal finance? Well, okay, personal finance. Well, um, <laughs> um, hold on. Let me look at my let me look at my handy dandy notebook here. Um, hmm. What? Well, hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really have many questions right now. Okay. But yeah. Um, so basically, let's let's do an overview of what, what we talked. I, I always do this sure. in the podcast. Um, so we talked about today, we talked about um, budgeting, um, every dollar, the app. Um, we talked about um, some life experiences, um, how you were... Um, you gain knowledge from Dave Ram Dave Dave Ramsey, you said? Yeah, Dave Ramsey. And your your father, your grandpa, right? Yes, I have to I have to credit my grandfather with most of my knowledge because he's what gave me the the basic knowledge and the foundation to get to where I am today. Definitely. And um yeah, guys, if if um you're interested in what Andrew Scott has to say or what he does, he actually is on Instagram. And um, you want to give them the uh, the the tag? Sure. Uh, my my photography portfolio <laughs> for landscape is I am the road warrior, spelled with the I. Remember, I am the road warrior, and you can always uh, direct message me and ask me any questions. I'll be happy to answer. Uh, could be photography related, could be finance related. Who knows what? Um, I'm there. And I and I do cool. check that daily. Definitely, and um, yeah. Hey, thank you for thank you for um, doing this, and we will do a lot more content in the near future. I'm excited to see how it yeah. how it plays out. For sure. Yeah, I think we should do this at least once a week. For sure. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. See what see Definitely. what people want to hear, and uh, uh, I, I guess yeah, if, if somebody yeah. has see something how, specific, see. maybe they can contact you and or, or me and just and, and and ask certain questions about you know things that are important to them, and you know maybe we can work it into a show or something. Yeah, for, I mean we can have multiple people on here, so yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, have a good night, and I will talk to you soon. Sounds good. Take care.